to the Weeb Initiative, I'm your host The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga and everything in between. This week I'll be talking about, as this is the last episode of the year 2022 and also the last episode of this first season, I thought I would make something a bit special, maybe a bit different from uh, my usual reviews and I will actually talk about the manga I'm reading right now. Anime is not really something I I keep much track of because mo most of the time I just wait for the anime to end so I can binge watch the whole thing. So there's no, uh, let's say, progression to it. There's just the one shot sit and watch it all in one sitting. But manga is a whole other story and for the most part I, I find so many manga really more interesting than the animes that are coming out right now. So basically what I'm saying is I'll be talking about my uh, this is my reading report for the year of 2022 and beginning of 2023. And yeah, let's get to it because I have like 50 or so manga to talk about here. So basically um the first the disclaimer right all of this Manga we'll be talking about, they are not finished, either by uh, not fully translated, the um, story is still ongoing, uh, or something else, like a hiatus, or anything that could actually happen. Also, another disclaimer, the um, for the sake of YouTube, Discord, and everything else, I will not be talking about... Uh, where you can get this, most of these you can get through Amazon because they are officially translated, but some of these are not officially translated, so you you get the you get the the idea. Now let's get to it. For the most part, as an introduction, for the most part, the year of 2022, and also because there are a whole lot of manga from other years here. Um, the main themes I followed this year, the years past, is basically enter a site and type in the three most important tags, at, at the very least for me, there is action, romance and mature or adult, because most of the time you find um, seinen manga and adult manga there isn't straight out hentai but the idea is to find something more geared towards the outer more older public because for the most part I'm, I'm quite fed up with the normal shonen and shoujo kind of works that come out right now although I say that there are a lot of shonen and shoujo here so it, it's not much of a rule as it is more of a preference and now that I've talked to enough about it let's get to it so first off I need to say some other honorable mentions these are the ones that I know for a fact they have stopped production 
either for for a whole lot of reasons and some that I actually don't know why but they have been stuck in their uh, let's say the last chapter in the latest chapter for years now so the ones I have here the first one is the most important it is the um, anime and the manga that made me actually start uh, watching anime and reading manga was High School of the Dead. High School of the Dead, unfortunately, will not never see an ending. The um, the author, the mangaka, passed away back in 2016, and the manga has stopped ever since in the 13th volume. I think it was chapter 38. I it is one of the the biggest losses I ever had in the manga space, let's say. I cried to this day, man. It was so good. Anyways, uh, getting on with it because there's a long way here. Next one is Builder. Builder is a manga, more than a manga, so it's a Korean production from what I know. It comes in a somewhat similar vein for of Sword Art Online, although the conditions are different and the there's not the whole enter the video game and if you die, you die in real life. But it is something um, near that space, let's say. The correlation between video game and society and um, being excluded from the world if you are killed in the video game and whatever. Um, it is pretty interesting. It is pretty um, somewhat confusing, as I remember reading. And for... From what I know, it's been in hiatus since 2016 also, because I don't know the real cause, but we basically lack, I think, four or five um, chapters to end the story, and so that's it. I have two more honorable mentions before we go on. XXholic, XXXholic, that is um, manga about... Uh, it, it, it is about so many things. It's about um, Japanese superstition, uh, Taoism, um, mysticism, and some other stuff. It is pretty stylistic, and it is pretty old at this point. I f don't know when the last chapter was written, but the the thing is right. So it was written by Clamp. Clamp was. Um, uh, mangaka group basically and for whatever reason I don't actually know the reason the um, the group just um, went their ways I don't again I don't know the reason but the as it basically the group was disbanded the manga just stopped and went into a indefinite hiatus there is um, anime of xxxholic from i think 2006 2007 maybe or 2005 it could have been uh, made by ig production it is a pretty good anime it is a pretty good manga the manga doesn't actually make much sense if you're not if you don't know japanese folklore and superstitions and whatever but it is a pretty good reference to let's say, to dive into a uh, different side of, of the culture. And also, 
there are some some lessons to be learned there. They, um, it is pretty, let's say, constructive as um, as a means of media. So next up is the last one. Uh, freezing, freezing is one of my, <laughs> I, I say, one of the HE jams of the 2010s was. I don't actually remember the last the actual beginning of the series, but uh, last chapter I think was 2015, as the pair who were the mangakas uh, they just ent- um, put freezing into an indefinite hiatus to work in other projects because at the, that point I think freezing was going for. Um, upwards of seven years in publication and the story was going some weird places but I I really think it is worth reading just because of the um, first off it is just girls fighting and superpowers and whatever the anime uh, freezing has an anime from I think 2012 that has a whole lot of Echi, a whole lot of booba and whatever. It is. A, I think it's pretty good, but I could see it not being from for everyone. But that's not not here nor there. So next up. So now that honorable mentions are out of the way, let's get to the reading report as it is. Again, most of this, actually all of this, are not. Um, they did not end. None of the manga I'm talking about here ended, so they are still ongoing for one reason or another. I know for a fact that some of them already ended, but they uh, they have not been translated, either officially or not. And some of these will never be officially uh, translated because of the um, let's say the co- the content that I have some. Some of the manga here have content warnings, much like I did in my Gun X Clover review that nobody listened to. The thing is, some of these get pretty heavy, but we'll get there when we get there. So first off, let let's get some some out of the way just to you know, trim up some, trim up a bit. So for this part, I'm talking about the bigger ones. The bigger ones, I would say, they are. Um, more cemented in the community as they already have um, uh, an anime and the manga has been going on for upwards of seven, seven years plus or five years plus whatever and they are pretty famous for one reason or another so first one Aono Exorcist it has two seasons I never w- really watched it but they all, um, from what I heard, the the anime is, is actually pretty bad when it comes compared to the manga because the for whatever reason they invented something in the second season to make an ending to the end of season rush and whatever. So it's allegedly pretty bad. Um, in general, I think this story is pretty good. It is about just some um, pretty pretty concise. It's about this one guy who has a, br- a brother. And they find out they are actually uh, sons of Satan, but they have to fight Satan, and and a lot of things happen. And the it, it is pretty a uh, shonen, normal shonen stuff. So the main character is that um, 
simple-minded, uh, glutton, and it's pretty tropesque. It has all the tropes, it has all the cliches, but it is a pretty good uh, read overall. And that's basically it. It has two seasons, but um, it is one of the bigger ones that most of the people will know it. So Aono Exorcist or Blue Exorcist, whatever the name you know it for. Next one, Oare no Seraph, uh, or Seraph of the End. It's about, oh boy. It's about a post-apocalyptic world where vampires have taken control of the earth. And so the Japanese royal demon ar demon slaying army has to kill vampires. And then there is this whole uh, politics behind the scenes vampire trauma because uh, some of the vampires are good, some of the vampires are bad, and they're angels and whatever. It is a hodgepodge, a, a big mess. In general, the, the story goes some weird places at some points. It is entertaining. I would not say it is I straight out recommend it because some parts are really just what's happening here and for the most part that's basically it. Yeah so oh I didn't know set off or set off of the end. Pretty good but not really really good. Uh, most of the bigger ones I will talk about they eh, they're hit or miss let's say. Next one is and this is this is my opinion some people may may argue otherwise but Hidanoare is a bigger manga at this point because Hidanoare is a story about high school for mercenaries this is the real concise version because i have to go through a whole lot of manga still it has once 12 episode season for the main plot, so Hidano Aria, and then there's the spin-off, which has the manga spin-off also, Hidano Aria AA or AA, which does not cover um, Aria. Aria is the main character, she's the, the main female wife when whatever, she's a lolly. Um, but Hidano Aria AA or AA is does not follow Arya as close, it follows a girl who becomes her apprentice, more or less. It's a pretty, uh, also a pretty entertaining one. The story doesn't take itself too seriously sometimes, because they, uh, when you think they are going a bit too far, they drop the com um, some kind of comedic relief. So, for this reason, I think it's pretty good. And also because they uh, involve superpowers and random military equipment that doesn't actually work and whatever it is it is fun it is fun next one chainsaw man i don't think i need to say anything about chainsaw man and why it, it is big as the first arc ended i have not uh, yet read much of the second arc i think maybe two chapters i i don't actually need to talk to you about chainsaw man i already did the review Let's get to going. Next one, and this is the last bigger one I will talk about. It is Spy Family. I don't actually need to talk about much Spy Family because Spy Family is um, the anime is being done by A1 and has 25 episodes. I I am really certain they will go for another season, 25 episodes more, because it it is just good. 
the it is wholesome it is uh, it has this really tense undertone um, in between the wholesomeness which gives it a really big personality boost I think and generally it is also pretty pretty cute and has some action scenes which are pretty nice but m most of the time it is wholesome and it is super nice so those are the big ones uh, now I'll talk about the medium ones the medium ones have have animes but they are not really cemented or maybe uh, some f they they are not really famous let's say so first off is a hiding sun is in the cypher bowl I will not try to pronounce this in Japanese because I will butcher a lot of Japanese later I kind of stopped reading this uh, it, it is not uh, officially dropped but it is one of those school life comedies somewhat romantic at some points it is cute but the comedy in it I am um, I sometimes find it too not too childish but too simple I think and for the most part I mostly stopped it more or less um, next one is Fufu Iju Koibito Miman or I think the um, anime was translated to secondhand love or something like that this one it it pains my heart because it is one of those romances of the choose one category so uh, there is this the main character there is the the girl he likes at the start and then there is the Gyaru who appears in his life as um, not stepping stone but as a, as a partner to try to get to the first girl and the in the going and coming and going of the story he kind of grows attached to the Gyaru and I have a thing for Gyaru's in manga and anime I don't actually know why but that's not the that's not the the point here and then the 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 big thing is whether he will stay with the Gyaru or if he will stay with the first girl who is his childhood friend and it is really cute and it is really tense and it is a good good old romance <laughs> oh boy anyways uh, it is pretty safe also they don't actually show anything there is no edgy no nothing is it is just f down to the ground down to earth romance and romance only that's it next one goblin slayer I don't think I need to talk much about goblin slayer I say it's a medium because it's not really famous and people don't actually know the contents and the the, the goings of Go uh, Goblin Slayer but it isn't the name I don't actually need to explain it Goblin Slayer is uh, something I will continue to read until the author gets fed up and ends the story but I I don't think it will come to to an end so soon just a quick note here about the the last one I talked the second hand love there is the anime the first season of the anime I don't think they will get the second season and the manga is, has has not still ended from what I gather so um 
and I'm holding back on reading it because I'm too tense because they they stopped I stopped at a part that the the cliffhanger is too too high. Anyways, let's go in. I will skip this one because I will talk about this later. So the next one, Kakegurui. Kakegurui has one one season um an anime already and it is the anime itself it is pretty stylish. The the manga is already pretty stylish. Kakegurui for those who don't know, it is basically what if uh school life fused with high level gambling for your school life more or less. So you have people that go into debt by gambling and they become not sl- uh, more or less slaves. They call them pets in the the manga and the <laughs> They they play a whole lot of games and they gamble a lot and it is megalomaniac. It's pretty nice. Also, a uh, pretty good pretty good manga. Next one, Mushoku Tensei. Mushoku Tensei. I don't f- don't actually think I need to talk much about it. But anyways, it is the one isekai actual actual isekai that I I look at it and say yeah this is doing something different. So. The guy gets isekai, so he dies in an accident and whatever. And then he gets reborn. But when he gets reborn, he kind of grows up with the mind of, of an adult. So when he g- gets to be a, a kid, right? So at 10 years of age, he becomes a prodigy because he already knows how to read, already knows how to do f- stuff. And there's magic and fantasy stuff, and there is this whole um, undertone about his life being so much better now that he can be reborn and knows the value of life. I think to, towards the later chapters that they are going, he may um, have forgotten about this, but then they introduced uh, another character to remind him of this. And there's this whole romance, and then there's this whole comedy stuff that interchange one another because at some point he gets into a romance with a, with a girl, and when the girl dumps him, he becomes impotent. So and it is pretty funny because the the way they they portray it, it is so it's so so different from the the generic things we see nowadays. And to me, that that's enough to say it is a pretty good manga, and also a pretty good anime. I didn't watch the anime actually, but I heard it is pretty good. Though I suggest the manga. Anyways, next one, uh, Shikimori Sun isn't just a cutie. It is a romance, but it is uh, the manga itself. I'm not talking about the anime. The anime has one season. I did not watch it. The manga is. Mini stories, more or less. So they are concise stories. Towards the uh, the later chapters that I'm at, they started making some uh, larger stories. It is not something grand or fortuitous, but uh, it is just. It begins as um, little tidbits, so it is always. Uh, so the guy is a basically a beta male, and the girl is <laughs> the girl is what if Zero Two got reincarnated as a normal school girl? 
and just to add to this point right for the first like 10 chapters i really thought yeah the guy just watched darning the franks and thought what if they reincarnated as normal people because i mean the guy doesn't look like hero but the girl looks a whole lot like zero two anyways that's not the point the thing is the the manga starts as um just um basically jokes and then there's this one punchline that always that Shikimori does this cool face and does something incredible or to help the the guy and and that's basically it for the start then they they start to develop something it is a romance but I would not say it's a normal romance because it it is at the later stages let's say so just to to give some context the story begins with Shikimori and the guy. I, I don't actually remember the guy. It's you something, you which I I don't actually remember. They are already uh, dating, so there is no tension between oh will they stay together or not and whatever, because it it is so pure as a story that there there is no tension. They will stay together no ma- no matter what. There is no rivals, there is no nothing. And uh, most of the plot revolves around um, Shikimori being cool and also fragile at some point. Which again tells me she's Zero Two reincarnated because Zero Two was just like that. But that's just me. Next one. Um, next one is 37. 37 was at one point uh, described to me as high school DXD, but the story actually makes sense. And the main character is not actually uh, a dumbass. It could be argued that it is that, but I, I beg to defer. The, um, it is so complex at, at this point because they done so much stuff already. But basically, how do I start this? It is a story about this guy that gets enrolled into a, a Magi Magus um, school. And inside this school, there is this group of girls that are the 27 that they each represent the seven that one of the seven deadly sims. And each one of the seven deadly sims is, is basically a, um, a theme, um, a theme for magic research. And so each one has something based on the on the theme, and the powers are defined by that. And then and then they go and enter hell to fight the Male Blanche and Dante's Inferno. And there is a whole lot of references towards anything. And at this point, the the story has gone so so long that they are actually fighting. A god of destruction that is a lolly because this is a manga and it is pretty good it is pretty good the the, the art's good the, the ideas are good the the, um, the overall thing is pretty good the, the characters and all, and all it is a, a more edgy approach towards the normal shonen stuff that we find but although i say that it, it is not actually edgy it is pretty safe the most you're gonna get for it is maybe uh, steam in the onsen scene or the beach the beach episode and whatever. Not really much about it. 
next one the final uh, actually i i skipped one so i go back to that later the other medium one is like Sean wants to hang out i don't actually need to talk much about it but it is a wholesome romance about to a guy and a girl going to university so the guy is the, is the senpai and then the girl is Uzakcha and it it is pretty wholesome it's pretty cute the comedy is pretty nice also it is overall pretty fun and comfy I usually describe it as comfy it's pretty uh, I don't know it's pretty nice to read it just to read it because it feels good so now that that we got to the most of the safe stuff let's get to the first one with the content warning content warning in this case is either because it has a whole lot of violence it has torture it has unsolicited intercourse and you can imagine from that on things get wild but the f the first one i will talk about is head of the healer Head of the Healer is, for me, one of the most, not in incomprehended, but it is a good manga and a good anime because it is the power fantasy manga and anime at this point that actually has a um, main character that really embodies the power fantasy theme. He... So basically, just to give the context, the story is about this isekai world, so the, the fantasy world with the video game things in, um, inside it, so levels and whatever. And so there's this guy that is the main character that he he becomes goes to, through puberty, puberty, and when they go through puberty, they basically get. Uh, Selected by the universe as heroes and they learn an ability um, They get out a superpower more or less the guy gets the power of healing, but the 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 catch here is to heal someone you you the healer feel the the pain the you see what happened to the person and feel it in your own body so uh, we later discovered that the healers in general are basically basically slaves because it is emotionally and uh, physically destroying of a, of a job to actually heal someone because if they get their their arm chopped off and you regrow it you feel your arm get chopped off and you do this twice a day and basically you 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 go mad basically and so the the guy gets abused and whatever whatever and the the story basically starts when he, they get to the final boss, the demon lord, and go find the philosopher's stone and whatever. The, the basically the wish spell, and when he could heal everyone in his party, he basically does a, a Houdini, gets the philosopher's stone and re resets the world. And his objective is to fuck with everyone who fucked him in his last life. And the the big point, the one thing that actually makes me read this with gusto, the guy is a psychopath, but he never's back. He never backs down. He never, never regret regrets anything. 
and to me that's the the embodiment of the power fantasy he knows that he's powerful he knows that he's doing something bad and still that doesn't actually move him one bit he does not uh, go back in anything and to me that that is just um, good for the 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 journey of this manga it is pretty good again this is the first one with the content warning so it has a whole lot of violence torture and, and yeah 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 whatever from this point on i have 35 uh, what I call niche mangas. Some of them are pretty bad, some of them are mediocre, and some of them are really, really good. <clears throat> I unfortunately have not classified it as pretty good, bad, and so we will get through it um, through hell and back. Let's begin with Blush DC. Blush DC is a, a really mature romance. A content warning on this one also because it has a whole lot of unsolicited, yeah, encounters and and also some abuse and a whole lot of messed up stuff. It is really down to the down to earth kind of story. The it is pretty dramatic and in general it is pretty hard to read. I will say most people will not like this. And for the most part, I like it in that curiosity way. It is good, but certainly not something that you will want to keep reading for much at a time. Next one, After School Beachcraft. I, ha I have this one saying about this one. The name is terrible, okay? The name is terrible, it, but it has nothing to do with it. It's about a gyaru who wants to be a veterinarian, and then she finds this this teacher at school because she's failing her grades, and then the guy may <laughs> gets like, yeah, help me with this thing, and maybe pass it. And the guy is a magus, and she becomes her his apprentice. And from then on, the story basically becomes um, ancient magus bride, but at school. I say that, but it, it is pretty good. It's pretty, pretty wholesome. Next one. Ane Naru Mono. I don't actually remember the English name for this one. It is... Oh, boy. Really concise stuff. It's about this boy who has no family at this point because his parents passed away and all his relatives basically shoved him from one relative to the next. <clears throat> and to a point he... Goes to this house of his, this one uncle, and basically he's he with no intent summons a demon, and the demon becomes his older sister. But from that point on, a whole lot of other things try to attack him and whatever, and the sister needs to protect him. It is a pretty interesting. A story, a pretty interesting setting, but also multiple times you will find that all the stories end with this uh, wholesome, f wholesome note and an, on an on undertone of, let's say, a cold feet, more or less. So it's all wholesome, but you know that that there is something wrong with it. But then again, 
it is a really niche manga. It, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The, the art's pretty nice. Next one. Candy and cigarettes. So this one is pretty out there. It is basically about a girl, a little girl and this retired cop that the girl is basically a key, an assassin and the guy is contracted as the cleaner more or less and basically they are contracted by the Japanese government to find this they call it the greater bond which is this organization that basically the Illuminati and whatever the art style is pretty unique it is somewhat charming the dialogue is pretty good and it's just nice just nice uh, has some action some wholesomeness and overall pretty good next one is Chichi Chichi this has a content warning because it has a whole lot almost hentai uh, but not showing anything the content warning here is uh, use uh, reader discretion more or less it is written by the same guy who does uh, Kobayashi-san Shinomi Dragon it is about this guy who is a mangaka and he finds he ends up with this girlfriend who is really tall, taller than him. Um, she's really beautiful and whatever. And the guy is, is addicted to boobs. And basically, it is a, a whole lot of comedy around um, boobs and paisuri. And yeah, that's basically it. Next one. Another one with content warning, but this one is pretty mediocre. Uh, it's called Desire Pandora. Is basically softcore hentai. That's the best definition I have to it because the 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 story is non-existent. Basically, it's about the, this one guy who has this childhood friend, childhood friend I think I think, and. The girl is in love with him, but he does not um, own up to it, and he's basically a pervert, and she's basically a pervert, and for one reason or another, he ends. Someone ends up summoning a female demon that ends up living with him, and then appears a witch who lives with the girl, and it is just softcore hentai again. Really, really mediocre, but still here. Uh, that's basically it. I don't, don't have anything else to say. Next one. Um, oh boy. Here it goes. Dungeon Kurashi no Moto Yusha. So basically, there's this one guy who is the hero of the rain. He, again, we are in this isekai world. So the, the guy is a normal guy, but he has some kind of special skill and this uh, badass sword. And he is the hero of the rain and whatever. But then after he saves the world, the um, I don't remember if it, I think it's the king. The king comes after him to kill him because he's a liability. Then he joins up with another friend of his old um, party that helped him save the world. And they basically inherit uh, or invade the dungeon of the demon lord that they killed to basically refurbish and turn it into a home and there is this whole basically it's a story about um i don't know people getting by but 
met methods <laughs> are debatable and basically all the characters are um, morally ambiguous, let's say. A content warning because there is some... What I... This, this one that I, I can't determine the free-range hentai that it is a manga or an anime this guy is a manga that it doesn't um, it doesn't come out as a hentai but as the story progresses you you clearly see that it is hentai and this one has a whole lot of sex Next one. It is pretty good though. It's pretty good. This one has a really heavy content warning and I will butcher this and uh, basically I will tell you the English name also. Fukushu o Koi Negao Saikyo Yusha. So it's the uh, the hero who seeks revenge shall exterminate with darkness. Terrible, terrible name. The, the the names are way too long at this point, and it is a trend that I hate, but it's something that I get, I gotta live with. So basically, we, again, Isekai world and whatever, but this is the power fantasy of revenge. Um, basically, there is the main character who is the, the who is the hero of the ring again. You see that I I have I tend towards. Um, some themes. It is the Isekai and the Hero of the Ring, whatever. It's not really my aim, but those these are the the manga that appear to me in search of my text. So uh, bear with me on this one. So the guy is the Hero of the Ring, and after he saves the world, he not only the king comes after him, but the, his whole party and everyone who knew this guy except for I except for one person that was basically his sister mother whatever I don't actually remember everyone uh, at the point that he's going to be executed it turns out to be uh, both corrupt and evil and straight out just just uh, uh, mad everybody's crazy in this manga and so the, the guy dies he goes to the, the limbo more or less the um, purgatory and he comes up with to the to the goddess and say yeah i want revenge and you're gonna give me powers because for one reason or another you are a goddess but you are forward and this is the f like the first chapter of the manga, and she's actually a pervert because she's for some reason in love with him because he's the hero. Doesn't actually get explained anywhere, but the thing is, he gets re reborn and with darkness, um, darkness powers and whatever, darkness magic, and and then he <laughs> he next his revenge and. Oh boy, it's horrific. In some points, I think about the. I will use this example again. I think about uh, Quentin Tarantino Hostel. I think it's Hostel, the name, the name of the movie. But think of it times ten, and some some of the tortures are really, really, 
not only frightening, but choose the spine. It is a pretty good manga if you like the the power fantasy and the the getting things right kind of deal. Not for everyone, I'll grant you that, but it's still pretty good. Next one, also content warning because it has a whole lot of violence and again unsolicited intercourse. This is one from uh, written by Yamaguchi Mikoto, who also did Gun X Clover, and it is. One of the isekais, actual isekais, that I really, really like. It's called Game of Familia, Family War, Some, something like that. A Game of, of Familia. Uh, before I, I forget, I will leave the um, Excel spreadsheet with all the demoga I'm talking about in the Discord. Join the Discord. This one is, uh, again, a power fantasy. But it, as I said in my Gen Explorer review, that uh, Yamaguchi Mikoto he has this one thing that all his characters are pretty clever. The main character is always the clever, the most clever, but all of his characters are pretty clever. And the guy in this one, he's just the mastermind behind the mastermind. You think of playing 4D chess, the guy is playing. Underworld 8D Turbo Chess with everyone just to save his family. And there's some revelations that come out later that are really, really messed up. And it just add, uh, adds up to the drama and the, the whole scenario. It's pretty nice. Next one. Um, Go Dere Bishoujo Nakuhara Sora. Basically, this one is a comedy somewhat mixed with um, an action manga but the action is pretty light it's one of those that it is straight up comedy so the the powers are are just uh, jokes on manga tropes and whatever it is pretty funny i find it pretty nice it, it comes in in the vein much like sabagebu but in in another form, let's say. And to me, it's pretty nice, pretty funny. One of the, the quotes that one of the characters make is to... The first thing you need to write a manga is lust. You have to be in love with your manga in a sexual... It's, it's something like that. My man, it's so nice. It's really good. <clears throat> Next one. Uh, Gumbured Sisters. Uh, I added a content warning to this one, but doesn't actually actually need one. Debatable because the the first chapters are pretty um, more heavy. Uh, also, one one addition to this one, I think the la the latest chapter was uploaded in 2016, from what I could find, and I don't know if it has an official translation or if. The scans just stopped, but uh, that that's just it. it. It is not completed. Gumbred Sisters. My god, man. It's about a world where it's much like Helsing, more or less. Um, so the church has military power to f fight monsters and whatever. And there is vampires. There is half vampires that they call... I don't actually remember. Nephling, I think. 
there are werewolves and other kinds of creatures and whatever. And so the gist is the church has to fight vampires, but then there is this one girl in the church that, that is the main character who knows that the church is corrupt and the monsters are in, in cahoots with the church to control the population and whatever. And she wants just to uh, avenge her mother because uh, there's a whole lot of things that happen. But the thing is, right, so Nephilim that is the crossing between a human and a vampire are pretty rare because they are... I don't actually remember if they are called Nephilim, but that's that's not the point. That Today, that's not the point. Basically, they are um, hunted down because they either become vampire hunters or become super powerful vampires. Basically, the girl finds one of them... That is also another girl, so it has a whole lot of beauty vibes, a whole lot, and really nice fights, really nice art style, really, really good manga in general, pretty nice to read, but it is basically stuck uh, at this point in 2022. Next one, um, Happy Negative Marriage. Oh man, it's a drama mixed with romance. It, it's ah, uh, it's so hard to to say because it is from another author. I already read one of his mangas. The same author who did for those who know Nanato Kaoru. Um, he wrote also this one. The drama basically is this guy who's the um, basically a factory worker. And he's single and he's like 35? He's turning 30, I don't actually remember. It is something like that, the, the midlife crisis of being uh, too old to find someone and you still are single. And for one reason or another, he gets involved with this girl because the, he goes into uh, marriage interviews. I don't actually know if these things happen. Apparently in Japan they do. Yeah. I, I I can't check that. Either way. So he gets involved with this girl and the girl really likes him. And then they start a really nice relationship. And, and he, it is really wholesome and cute and wholesome and oh my god, it's so nice. And then I don't actually remember what happens, but then he fucks up. Uh it is something about when She's expecting him to to ask her to marry him. He just backs down. And you go like, you motherfucker, why did you do that? And then she, the whole thing starts crumbling down from the sides. And it is horrible. But that, that's the fun of it. The, 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 the drama is the thing that keeps it rolling. I'm not even making sense anymore of my words. But anyways... Next one. Uh, oh, this this one is pretty bad. Himekishiga Classmato. So, <laughs> really, <laughs> really, really concise. This is another free-range hentai. Isekai setting. Um, this guy... This guy and another girl... I think the whole classroom at the start is transported to another world. I don't actually remember. The beginning is... It's so long ago that I have read it that I don't actually remember it. But anyways, 
Guy is transported to Isekai. He becomes a slave master. Again, a slave master. And the girl becomes a knight. And so he goes and enslaves everyone he's every girl he sees, more or less. But then he proves to be uh, uh, let's say a redeemable master to care about all his subjects and whatever. Kinda meh. Pretty I would say it is pretty derivative, but either or I don't care. It is free range hentai and at this point in time I've read so much of it that I don't I don't really really ask anymore. One I think it comes out one chapter per month and I just read it and yeah. Next one. Yeah, this one is pretty bad also. Hirasaka Hinakoga Oh boy, this this one's pretty terrible actually. So basically, uh, it's a romance about this this guy and a girl that are childhood friends, and at some point in their in their life, they basically meet a meet a witch, and so for some reason they they enter this contract with the witch that. They cannot love someone else until they become adults, so 18 years in age. Otherwise, they will never find love or something like that. And then a whole lot of stuff starts happening. But the, the main point, I, I don't think I will drop it out of principle. But the girl is pretty, pretty annoying. Um... Uh, She's just uh, not redeemable in my eyes. That's basically it. Next one. Mao no Hajime Kata. Or basically how to build a dungeon. I think that's the name in English. So much like the, the other one. The Dejo Fushu Yusha. I think that, that's the name. This is the original one I started reading way, way back. <clears throat> basically... There's this mysterious guy who is really, really old, and then he finds this one little bottle. There is his phylactery, uh, for those who play D&D. And so, and he plants it inside a dungeon and starts to grow a dungeon. And doesn't actually become clear for the reader, but his plan is to grow the dungeon for whatever reason. And then he, he becomes this uh, um, all might almighty overlord of the dungeon so he recruits monsters to live inside of it and he depends on them living uh, inside the dungeon so he gets some resources from some some monsters and some from the others and whatever he contracts demons and he fights heroes and whatever it's a free-range hentai also this this one is a really 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 explicit and um going to bed and doing the deed uh but the 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 interesting thing is he is also pretty clever he uh, strategizes 100 uh, steps forward and whatever it is pretty nice to read just to just to see it it is pretty interesting either way that's basically I, i don't actually have much to say to it but it's just just something I I read right now. Next one, Ikusakoi. This one is pretty pretty wholesome. So there's this whole thing in the universe that it's a drill, which is the 
tree of life in Nord mythology is kind of dying <clears throat> and Odin needs the his daughters the Valkyries to grow up and develop themselves to uh, find out what the hell is happening and to fix up Ixadru basically <clears throat> so he finds this one human that is bullied and whatever and basically he becomes a lover of of the I think there there are 13 Valkyries 13 9 I don't actually remember I think there, there are nine Valkyries uh, because to develop the Valkyries they need to do what they call Val love in the manga which are these activities for couples there are ones that are pretty uh, risky and then they're the ones that are pretty trope inspired so going on a date kissing <coughs> I think there's one of the clearing the ears in the in the lap pillow and whatever it's a whole lot of wholesome romance stuff but there are also fights and big monsters whatever art style is pretty pretty nice and that's basically it for Nikosakui. Next one. This one, I know for a fact that it was made for a, a, a Twitter user made this. I don't actually know if it was serialized at all. But anyways. Moe-chan wa Kinishinai. It is just um, a comedy about this one girl who doesn't actually give a fuck about anything that happens to her. In the most comic way possible. So she just... Is not phased about anything, and that's basically it. From what I've seen, it only has seven chapters. I don't actually know if there are any more. But anyways, again, I don't actually know if it was um, serialized or not. The next one I'll be talking about is Oshiki Execute. It is... I don't know, man, how to... How do I describe this? It's basically... Uh, oh, boy. The guy for some reason uh, meets this magical lolly that gives him the power to punish people that are uh, they call it bad kids because the apparently uh, bad behavior is uh, toxin from an evil goddess and whatever and so the the his work is basically to uh, purge this kind of miasma from people that act bad. It's saying like that. It's pretty. <laughs> sounds pretty boring or pretty bad, but it's actually pretty cute. Uh, I can't say really because the um, translation stopped some years ago. So yeah. Next one is just called "Ouch." It is basically Japanese bike gangs fight or basically just a delinquent fight and that's basically it it has a pretty nuanced story as to the drama between the gangs and all but um, it's interesting but also not much to say next one is a, a pretty good one actually at the very least to me Sekai no Ari no Inkoru, or Inkoru of the End of the World. It is basically a fantasy world, so not so much a uh, isekai world like the many others I already talked about. There's this guy who's in this hero academy that is 
said to be the descendant of the great hero who saved the world um, 100 years before, but the guy has absolutely no talent and no redeeming qualities. But at some point, uh, something happens that the the party of his uh, his ancestor uh, come to him basically because they are so there was the ancestor, a uh, dragon lady, uh, angel, an angel, and a devil, and so they all come together to find the core of the world and save the world because apparently something is trying to destroy the world and whatever. It is pretty simplistic, but uh, the art's pretty nice, and the action is actually pretty nice too. The characters are somewhat... Uh, they have actually personalities, they are real characters, so it's pretty nice. Next one, uh, Sensei no Yasashi Koroshikata. This one has stopped being translated a whole lot of years ago, a long time ago. Uh, 2016, I think 2015, maybe, maybe even earlier. But uh, basically, a girl is basically uh, taught how to be an assassin by her homeroom teacher after school. So she gets supplementary lesson in killing. And this is a mild content warning because some some of their targets are actual psychos and. Some horrific things appear and all, so it's a lot of gore, a lot of dismemberment and whatever. So yeah, there's that. Next one, it is on the title. It's called Sex and Dungeon. Sex and Dungeon. I will not explain anything else. The the name already says it all. It has a content warning because the name is that and because it does happen inside the manga. I will not talk anything more about it. Next one is Sommelier. Sommelier is written by Arakiju. Arakiju, I don't actually have his backstory, but he also wrote Bartender, who is getting an anime in the near future, I think 2023. Maybe the first season or the second season of 2023. I don't actually remember right now, but... Uh, Sommelier is basically a story, it's um, not a drama per se, but it is um, basically a novel. Some chronicles about a girl who is a sommelier in Japan, having lived in France and and studied uh, wines and champagnes and all the variations and all. It is like Bartender, if you ever read by Bartender. It is pretty informative. It is um, really you are there to see the story, but also to see the stories that um, he can. The author relates to um, the drinks, the in the case of bartender, and the wines and the champagnes in the case of sommelier. From what I know, the it was never. Uh, officially translated and the escalation stopped so I don't actually know where, where it actually is in this purgatory of content but uh, I really wish someone would take the reins to restart the translation because I really wanted to see it. Uh, Bartender is some 
so good and if sommelier is something to if it translates to other works of the same author uh, sommelier would be should be really good too uh, next one suimito wa shoujo ni kajirareru basically this one is very nuanced in some ways so at some point in i don't know 2021 2020 i i don't actually remember i i had this this realization that i just thought man all the yuri i ever read was pretty bad so let's try again to find something new and and this is it this is uh, a content warning actually it has a lot of sex um it has beauty it has romance it has a lot of drama w one of the things one of the side notes from what i gather it is being translated as it's being written so and why is that because uh it is not actually a manga it is a webtoon doesn't actually change much it changes presentation overall but the content is still there uh, their style is pretty reminiscent of other webtoons if you are into that and overall it's pretty dramatic and the last few chapters that got released were really really heavy but goddamn it's it's good it's good it's beauty it has a bit of sex has drama and romance and to me that's nice um next one is kekon yubi wa no monogatari i have just this one uh, definition for this one that i think it encapsulates a lot actually this is lord of the rings if it was written by a japanese author to a manga a and if you read it you will get it the basically main character meets a girl finds out that the girl actually is a princess on the on another world that's the world of fantasy and whatever the guy is uh, follows her to the other world and becomes this kind of to be hero so he has to gather all the princess and gather all the rings for each of the races so you can see the connection to I mean the inspiration to a lot of the rings but it is pretty wholesome it is oh it's cute 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 and the action is meh but it is still a good read overall the the interactions between the characters are pretty good and that's more or less it let's go to the next one uh oh boy this this one this one is prime time me it's called Tamaroa. It is oh boy, how do I say it? So basically, there is this this reality show that uh, there are like contestants that are all females, and they try to seduce a guy to to marry them, and the guy is always a filthy, filthy rich. Uh, the idea is that the main character in this in this manga, she just went there thinking, yeah, this is gonna be easy. I'll just get the, the money, marry the guy, whatever, and get the money. Yay. Get platinum in life and whatever. 
the thing is, uh, when she gets there to the show, uh, she finds out that actually there are all the girls, the other contestants, uh, have strange and murky past. So one is convicted for assassination, one is the uh, widowmaker, and whatever. And so it is messed up. Side note: this is also written by Yamaguchi Mikoto, so it's pretty, pretty, pretty messed up. I think I already said it about this one, but I will say it again. Content warning: This has, from what I remember, not so much, but a bit of sex and nudity, and not so much violence, but still there's some. Next one. This is one I already shouted out in one of the episodes in season one, but uh, nevertheless, I have to shout it out every time I can. I can. It's the 100 girlfriends that really, 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 really love you. This manga is awesome. It is what I call the meta comedy of the high school life rom-com. It is so funny and yet it is so wholesome and so cute. But oh my god, the, the guy who writes it and the artist, they are... They're really not... Oh boy, they... They got the the spirit to do it. It is... Uh, a masterpiece in meta-comedy. I would say... I, I laugh out loud... From the... Some of the... Some of the girls that come up. Some, some of the things that... <laughs> oh boy. One of the... The highlights is the phrase stuck between a whack and a cringe place and I was like yeah this is a really good manga when you get that kind of translation that's that's the thing that's the thing right there really good this is outright recommend really nice to read the next one I will skip because I have to present with the one I already skipped um, next one right so it has a Longest title. Uh, I don't actually have the title in English. I just have it in Japanese. I don't actually remember the whole title in English, but it is uh, a betrayed S rank hero six revenge or something like that. Uh, it is somewhat derivative. It is in the same vein as Redo the Healer, and but. It is a lot more wholesome in the way that he does things. So the guy is really more calm, more down to the ground. And also because the the circumstances are not really as brought up as in He Do The Healer. But it's still somewhat competent. I still read it because, yeah, that's, that's how things go. And the guy is too powerful. He does not back down until now to where I stopped. So for all I care, it could get worse, but still it's pretty competent. So let's go to the next one. Uh, Vampires, my fellow vampires. I don't know if this is actually the Japanese name, but the the English name is this one. Uh, Vampires, Yuri and a drama about throwing life away and trying to keep alive and something like that. If I say anything more, I think I will spoil too much. 
So that's that. If you're gonna if you're gonna read it, read it. It is Yuri and has vampires. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Alright, next one. Also another long ass title, but um, English title is basically let's see if I can. Though young people recoil from entering the black magic industry, I found it its treatment of employees quite good when I entered it and the president and familiar acute too, so everything is awesome. Now imagine this this written in English, translated from Japanese. I how can you write a title so long? Anyways, this is wholesome and really relatable if you are entering the workforce right now, which I basically am more or less. And yet I don't know, may, maybe some parts may some people may not like some parts, but overall it's pretty nice. It's pretty wholesome, pretty cute. The, the art style is nice. The stories they tell are really tame, although they are really relatable overall. And it's just just nice, just nice. Next one. Yankee JK Kuzuhara-chan. This one, uh, it's pretty nice, though I have let it um, stock up in chapters so I can read it all. Basically, the guy, there's this guy in the school, he gets bullied, the, one of the baddest delinquents comes and rescues him because whatever. And then they start to become friends and whatever. And eventually there there's this romantic pressure. And you know what goes from there. Again, I love Kiaros in manga and anime. The girl is cute. The story is pretty cute. And overall, it's quite nice. Next one. Yukine-chan no Kano Goku. So, I already mentioned it. But this one is really reminds me a lot of Nanato Kaoru and the premise is somewhat the same so the girl wants some thrill the guy is just taken for a ride and they do naughty things in school grounds basically not being sex uh, it's mostly walking nude in the hallways or whatever and that's basically it. it's somewhat wholesome but somewhat boring at some points anyways so i'll talk about the two i skipped earlier and they are the the crown jewel of the collection uh they are both not recommended as uh as from the base because they have content warnings on all sides so again extreme violence torture some explicit horrific stuff again unsolicited intercourse and everything can go there uh, the first one is Murcielago Murcielago is a is bet in Spanish and also a Lamborghini I think which appears in the manga so basically the premise is that there is this girl who's a psychopath and she killed a lot of people and she's going to death row. But then the government steps in and says, yeah, so we got a whole lot of psychos, 
out there and we need another cycle to combat the cycles because she basically understands them and if she goes against us we just shoot her and it's done and basically that's it but uh, then again the cycles are really really psychopathic some of the the i would not say monsters but some of the things that happen later are really grotesque some may say that it's ugly it's not good but i think it's it's really nice the action is good um characters are good the whole thing is a masterpiece and now for the last one the the one who really started my me liking this kind of more violent approach to to manga and this let's say getting outside the realm of shonen and things being safe for tv <laughs> unironically it is called trash and this manga is awesome it's about two girls who are assassins they work for the mafia but they are basically contractors for one specific uh, yakuza family that is now run by a schoolgirl because her parents passed away and from then on you when you find out the backstories of these girls uh, you you see some horrific horrific stuff being done to them uh, at this point from the parts that are translated I, I from what I know, there's no official translation. I would not expect something like this to be officially translated in a, in any capacity because I doubt there is a real market for this in the West because bloody hell, it is so violent, so horrific. Uh, it is has explicit scenes of torture and, and oh boy, it's terrible. But at the same time, it's really uh if you like this kind of stuff it's really nice and for me at the very least i like when uh authors have the liberty to actually show it all off go all out you know and although it's horrific uh, i think it's part of the story and trash for me is when good manga but again, I don't actually, I don't re recommend neither Trash nor Murcielago to anyone. If you want to try it, try it. I think uh, Murcielago is basically more palatable. Trash at some points get really dark and really explicit, but that's just me. So now after talking about the um, mangas I'm reading for one hour and a half i'll just wrap it up and then see you in the next year but basically i just wanted to say um that's the the collection the things i'm reading right now i i will make available a spreadsheet with all the um, the names and the things um of the things i'm reading in the discord join the discord please like share subscribe thank you again for listening i hope you s i see you next year. I hope you stick around. Bye.